Hi, and thank you so much for tuning in to the Your Pet Business Content Your Way podcast. So this show is for you if you're looking to promote your pet business online in a way that feels right, feels good, and can even be something that you enjoy. I'm Rachel Spencer, and I help people working with animals in lots of different roles, from people who make products to service providers, let go of the things they feel they should be doing and focus on the things that they want to do when it comes to marketing and promoting their businesses. And I really believe that if you're doing things your way, you're going to feel more comfortable talking about the work that you do. And that means that you'll reach more people and make more of an impact and have a more successful and sustainable pet business as well. So in this episode of the podcast, the penultimate one for 2023, I'm going to be looking at reflecting on 2023, business buddies and looking forward to to 2024. And I'm going to be talking about how you can go about reflecting, how you can go about, you know, planning, preparing and looking forward to the new year and also the role of having a business buddy and how that can help you. And I'm going to bring it to life by talking about a recent experience that I've had with my business buddy, my accountability buddy, Kerry Jordan, who I've been away with for uh, the last four days. So I'm recording this at the beginning of December. I've just come back from four days in Robin Hood's Bay, which is a lovely little village um, on the Yorkshire coast um, where I've got a holiday cottage. Had a cancellation in the cottage and I thought rather than sit at home at my desk in the office, why not just go there? And me and Kerry, uh, we've been accountability buddies for a good few years, really, but really focused on stuff over the last couple of years. Um, and we've had a um, Christmas meetup for the last few years as well. There have been various different ones. One of them was where we were in an Airbnb, which I booked. I thought it was going to be like a glamping pod. Anyway, it turned out to be like a shed, basically. There's no bedding. We didn't have any cups or knives or forks or anything. We literally had to go and buy everything from B&M Bargains, duvets, duvet covers, blankets for the dogs, uh, like a mug to drink our wine out of. So that was interesting. So that was the first year. Then last year, we went to, went over to Kerry's, took the dogs off. I took Patch, obviously. She's got her two dogs, Bertie and Shadow. And we had like a really good Marks and Spencer's picky dinner um, to celebrate them. And then this year, we've had like four days, which was brilliant. So it was such a valuable experience. Um, and I'm going to talk a little bit about like what happened while I was away. But I, what I will do is talk about how you can reflect um, and look what, you know, how you can plan for 2024 and basically I'm going to share some of the things that we did which I hope will help you as well and also talk about like why having a business buddy and accountability buddy is going to be helpful for you um so yeah so the goal of the, the aim of aim of this episode is to help you as a solopreneur assuming that you you know you you generally if you're li- listening to this podcast you are either on your own or you've got a small team and the idea of of me, sh- me recording this is to first of all to provide some coaching tools which will be helpful but secondly to I hope help you feel less lonely because it can be lonely can't it working on your own and I think that's why having a relationship with business buddies being part of groups being part of supportive communities um, is so valuable so like the role of a business buddy is to hold you accountable to offer support to help you make help make sure you get things done so it's all very well like having ideas and but often if you you know, if you don't share them with anybody, they can just fall by the wayside. Whereas I found having an accountability buddy also, you know, I've had coaches and coaching, I've been part of coaching communities over the years as well. That just ensures that when there's a bit of a bump in the road, you pick yourself up, you figure out a way forward and the things that you want to achieve, um, you know, come to life, don't they? Um, 
so yeah, so as I said, me and Carrie have been away for a few days. We've done lots of walking. We've um, we've been for meals. We've had lots of wine. We've chatted in front of the fire. We've had like one of the things that we did one day is uh, we went for a big walk into Whitby. It's like probably about a seven mile walk. Um, and we were talking through our 2024 goals and the kind of things that we wanted to do. Um, and I, I think I went first and I was talking about like what my focus is going to be for next year, which actually, while while you're listening, is it's going to be in-person events. So that's me being accountable, isn't it? I've said it now. I've said it on the Blooming Podcast. So I've got to make it happen. I've wanted to do in-person events for ages, but I've just not had the confidence. Um, and it just hasn't felt right for me. I, have, I guess I haven't felt ready. And normally I will do things before I'm ready. But with this, I'm not sure why I haven't. But anyway, I've said it now. It's on the podcast. I'm definitely going to be doing something in person next year. My for my plan is to start with something quite small to make it manageable for me. So I'll be doing um, planning an in-person event with my one-to-one clients, my mastermind clients. So that's a small group of six business owners. I may invite some former um, people who are in the mastermind to come along for that as well. That'll be really manageable for me to help me dip my toe into the water. But then what I'm hoping to do later on in the year is to open them up to, again, it will always be small groups. It won't be like a massive, massive event like I don't, you know, I'm definitely not ready to do something really, really big. But I'm looking at small groups, retreats um, over the course of one or two days. So that's the bare bones of what what my aim is for next year. Um, and we talked about um, we talked about the last year and things things that we struggled with, things that we found challenging, things that we really enjoy. Um, one of the things Kerry posted on um, LinkedIn about it today, so I'm not speaking out of turn by sharing this, and she has given me permission to share anything that I want from from the past few days. But one of the things that came up for Kerry was she feels um, sometimes she can feel strange, you know, charging people for something that she really enjoys. So she's a photographer. She finds photography really easy because, you know, generally people who are photographers, they, they've just got it, haven't they? Um, and she was talking around, you know, feeling, you know, working on her mindset around finding something really easy and, you know, putting a price point on that. So we've all got so many things that are, are there underneath, um, you know, these kind of things that are running underneath the things that hold us back. And actually talking those through, I think, was really, really helpful. One of the things we did on this big walk to Whitby was um, there were a couple of things that came up for Kerry. And I said, look, would you mind if I put my coaching hat on and did a bit of coaching with you here? And she was like, no, you know, obviously we're friends as well. And she's been with me through, you know, me studying to be a coach and, and working on this stuff. So we talked about a particular topic and I kind of, I did feel like I was being quite annoying and really picking at it. But this is, that's the role of a coach, isn't it? It's weird when you're coaching a friend because I'm like very conscious and I will say, I'm going to put my coaching hat on now. But but I found it valuable Kerry found it really enlightening and also I was able to I, I did an outdoor coaching retreat earlier this year and I was able to try outdoor coaching because I, and I've been wanting to do it for ages and we were literally outdoors walking the dogs um so it was yeah it was really interesting um so we did we talked about um you know our goals for 2024 and we also ended up reflecting on 2023 and thinking about what had worked and what hadn't now one of the things I found um I'd actually had a call with, an, um, I have a mentor called Lucy Rennie. I'd had a call with her um, earlier on in the week where she'd said, we've got our final session of the year. What, you know, how would you like it to be? Um, and she, you know, she was talking about, you know, do you want to think about next year? Do you want to look back on this year? 
how would you like it to be? And I said, I, you know, kind of unmuted myself on this group call and said, look, I'm going to be really honest with you here and say, I do not want to look back on 2023 because it's been a really hard year. I've had, um, I lost my uncle, um, talked about it on the podcast before. I don't want to feel like I'm going on about it, but it was a really hard, it was a really hard time. My uncle was like a second dad to me and I lost my dad like eight years ago. So he's been a really important person in my life. And obviously losing him was, was just devastating. So that happened, had some things going on with my health that meant I couldn't go on a screen. I had to had to walk away from actually a really lucrative um, contract that I had because I couldn't be on screen. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel a bit like, I don't. it's not like my business has gone backwards, but it's been a really tough year. Um, and the thought of looking back at it was, I just didn't want to. And actually, when I was, you know, just even thinking about it, it was making me recoil. And, and I thought, actually, I need to, I need to just get a grip with this. Um, so yeah, we did. So I did end up kind of reflecting on 2023, but kind of in a way that felt um, okay. And I feel like walking along with the dogs and just chatting and talking about, um, you know, what worked out in 2023 and the lessons and the things and letting go of the things that didn't work um, was an okay way for me to do it. Um, and I think I probably de- did need to do that work and let go myself and also stop beating myself up about a year that didn't really work out when I had thing events that happened that were out of my control that inevitably impacted on my business and I had been really hard on myself I had been really beating myself up over it so I think that needed to come out as well um so yeah so that's what we did now I'm going to talk about like how you can take what we did and make it work for, for your business so we're going to talk about um you know looking at what worked in 2023 reflecting back um thinking about having an accountability buddy or business buddy um and how to think about you know what you're going to work, what you're going to focus on in 2024, and how to make those goals and priorities realistic um, and kind to you as well, if that makes sense. So let's think about like reflecting back on 2023 first of all. Like, what kind of a year did you have? Um, it's been a really strange year, hasn't it? Um, and you know, we started hearing, you know, hearing lots of news about the cost of living crisis or the energy bills were going crazy and all that kind of thing. Um, you know there's there's been the war in Ukraine there's been everything that's been happening in Israel you know huge world events everything's been happening in Israel terrible things happening in the world um it's been a really um really difficult year and I think sometimes when bigger things are going on in the world it can't you can't help but be you know you can't help but have some feeling response to those things so I'd love for you to think about 2023 and if you are going to be taking some time to reflect to think about you know let's have a think about like what were your top three wins or accomplishments in 2023 and there's you know there will be something even if one of them is you know just getting through the year getting to you know the middle of December that's a win um so have a think about like what are the things that you're most proud of pick three things that you're really proud of from 2023 another thing another thought for you when it comes to reflecting back on the year is thinking about did you gain any new skills you know did you learn anything new how did you grow how did you you know develop as a business owner and a person so just for a bit of an example from me um one of the things I learned um or one of the things I started doing in 2023 um is journaling which I know sounds a bit woo and 
like this time last year, I probably would have even dismissed the thought of journaling. I just decided to do it at the beginning of the year. And that's worked really, really well for me. Capturing the things that are bothering me, capturing my thoughts, capturing the good stuff, even just getting down like what you need to do the next day. Like my journaling is not really structured or anything like that. It literally is just me dumping things on a page. But I found whenever something's been troubling me or worrying me, just writing about it and keeping writing about it is so valuable. That's one thing. I also discovered meditation. Oh my gosh, because of my eyes, I had the, I've got this eye condition um, called blepharitis and I had these two things called chalazians on I had one on each eye and a chalazian basically is a cyst and oh, it was horrendous. I had to have one of them popped, like a needle put in it and it burst. Oh, it was just awful. But one of the things that I now have because I've got this condition called blepharitis or dry eye, so I have to um warm up my eyes like twice a day put these like heated compressors on it um and you do it for 10 minutes and then I realized thanks to one of my clients actually Sue Cooley who told me about the Peloton meditation app that you can do a 10 minute meditation so rather than just lying there with this heat thing on my eyes I thought I'll put the meditations on and oh my gosh they totally kept me sane they were so so good they have them about all kinds of different things about kindness positivity relaxing sleeping just amazing and when we were you know caring for my uncle steve and everything that was happening obviously was happening uh, you know it was a really really hard time but i got my mum onto the meditations as well and there was just those 10 minutes of calm and just yeah it just it just totally blew my mind so again something else i never would have thought of before again another another skill a thing that i learned was like ai I mean, how mad has it been? No way. Like, I know ChatGPT was only, I think it only was invented at the end of November last year. And I've used AI in lots of different ways, things like Otter to transcribe this podcast, for example. And I do use lots of different AI tools, but I never thought I would be using something like ChatGPT. I also use Magi, um, which is another um, AI platform, or how helpful it would be. Like, I don't get ChatGPT to write my stuff for me, but I do use it um, for all kinds of different things. Um, and I've actually, like last week, I was thinking about something for my membership and I ended up like having a conversation with Magi, which is a different version of AI and it's it's really sophisticated. And it was like talking to a colleague and I was really talk, chatting about this conversation that I'd had with Kerry like a few days later. And I was saying, I mean, I was talking to somebody the other day and then I realised it was blimmin magi that I've been talking to but it was so fascinating I will write when I'm having a conversation with magi I'll write like I'm talking to a friend and it's just the, the stuff that comes back is so sophisticated honestly it's amazing so the second one was what what new skills did you gain how did you grow was there anything that you learned then the third thing that you can do um when it comes to reflecting is to reflect with self-compassion so I've talked about having a difficult year and how I was being quite hard on myself um self-compassion is all about being kind to you and acknowledging any challenges so let's say if you had an income goal or you had a productivity goal or you had something that you wanted in your business something that you wanted to happen this year and perhaps you haven't quite got there you know be kind to yourself acknowledge the fact that you know, there will have been challenges, there will have been bumps in the road. So, you know, be mindful of that and do be kind to yourself. And then the final thing um, to think about, um, if you're reflecting back on 2023, is to think about like, what what do you need to let go of? Is there anything that, that isn't working for you anymore? Is there anything that's taking up your time or taking up your energy or anything that you just 
just that just doesn't feel right anymore. I read a post by um, Karen Rhodes, who is she has had a dog um, boarding and, and walking business. She also used to have luxury dog hampers, and she now helps small businesses with Facebook ads. And Karen's brilliant. We've worked together for years, and yeah, she's just a really like no nonsense lady. She's great, and she'd had luxury dog hampers for. I'd say at least four years because I worked with her really, really early on. Right at the beginning, she did my um, publicity course. And she'd started this business um, in memory of her late dog, Bailey, who'd passed away. And But then, you know, her things have, things have changed in her life. And she had written this post about letting go of her luxury dog hamper business, and she's closed it now. And that's going to make space for her in the future to focus on the things that are really you know, really working for her. She's really enjoying her Facebook ads work um, and working with small businesses and she's doing really, really great things. And that business would have had a lot of emotions attached to it. It was, you know, linked so closely to her late dog and so many things going on, but it was the right decision for her to let go of that. So can you think of something that, that might not be working for you anymore, that might not be serving you very well, that you can maybe think about letting go of to make space for good things in the future? So that, there were your reflecting back things. The first thing, uh, think about three things you're proud of from 2023. Number two, how did you grow? What kind of new things did you learn? Um, number three was reflecting with self-compassion, be kind to yourself. And number four was thinking about letting go of things that didn't work. So then that's 2023. I have got over myself when it comes to thinking about 2023 and looking back. Then let's think about like, looking ahead for 2024. What are your goals for 2024? Now, I picked just one thing to talk about here. There are a few other things I've got going on, but my main goal is to think about uh, live events. What are your goals for 2024? Try to be as specific as you can. Um, you know, what is it that you'd really love to be celebrating at the end of next year? Um, and, you know, you can in fact, actually, what I'll probably do when I put this podcast episode out is do a post in my Facebook group where I will encourage people to share their goals for 2024. And if you want to come and join in with that, then do come and join. I'll put the link in the show notes. But if you search for the Your Pet Business Content Your Way community on Facebook, you can come and find us in there. And I will do a post about goals for 2024. Um, so number one, think about your goals and be specific. And don't have... The other thing I would suggest is try not to have too many things going on because that's where you are. That's where you're going to get overwhelmed. So maybe think about like choosing. I was listening to a really good podcast actually. I'll link to it in the show notes. It's called The Business of Authority. Um, and there was a guy on there called Jonathan Stark, and he was talking about how he usually has one thing to focus on for the year. Um, but I would suggest you know a, a few things maximum otherwise you're going to feel scattered all over the place and overwhelmed um so you know think about a few goals think a few things that you really want to achieve and that you're really going to dedicate some energy to um and then another thing to think about as well is like how do your goals fit in with your overall you know your overall vision for your business and where you want to go and what you want to be known for as well so like one of my goals this year apart from the event obviously but one of the things that I'm going to be working on is my own visibility I've I used to do a lot of guest experts um, and I really really love doing them but I think for a variety of reasons I haven't been as proactive in putting myself forward for those this year uh, this year so next year that's going to be a focus for me and I do have a couple of speaking things that I'm going to be doing which I'm really really looking forward to now those 
goals, those things that I'm going to be working on, they do fit in with my overall um, thing for next year, which is about in-person events. So I want to be more visible and be in front of um, more people. One thing I realised actually when I was at the Pet Industry Federation Awards um, is that, you know, I don't, I, I feel like I have got, um, you know, I do have connections. I do know a lot of people, but I'm barely scratching the surface. When you go into a room with other people in the industry, you, let's say you go to somewhere like Crufts or a big pet show, there's so many different people out there who you, you know, who you never even discovered yet. Um, so, you know, there's always work to be done here, isn't there, when it comes to um, reaching people and being visible. Um, and then another thing to think about when it comes to planning your 2024 is to, think about your goals and think about like milestones think about you know how when let's say if your goal was to build your audience like what is that going to look like you know how are you going to know that this stuff is working so if you were looking at building your audience you might have a look at you know how many email subscribers you have or how many new people are coming into your world or is this impacting on people signing up for your classes or buying your product um so a really useful thing to do, let's say, for example, if we were talking about visibility and building your audience, would be to set yourself a target of people who you want to subscribe to your email list. It might be you'd like to grow your email list by 50 people a month or 100 people a month. Then it's like, okay, well, what, what am I going to do this month to make that happen? So break your goal down into milestones to make it um, realistic for you. Another thing that we talked about, um, as well as having some time away with Kerry, I also had a conversation with um, another friend of mine called Helen, Helen Harding. Um, Helen is a marketing um, expert and she works with people in, she works with holistic businesses. So she, her business is quite similar to me. She was a graphic designer um, and now she works with people helping them with marketing. She has more marketing and more, more publicity. Um, but our, our work is really, really similar. And one of the things we t- chatted about when I was having a, a bit of a powwow with her as well, was how to how to kind of break your goals down. Now, some people think it's a great idea to have ninety day goal. Um, you know, ninety day goals. What I found is really really works for me is to work in thirty day sprints. And Helen and I had both done a course this year um, with a wonderful lady called Amy Mitchell, and she we we talked about thirty day sprints there. And one thirty day sprint I did last year was getting everything ready for my website to be rebuilt and updated and having that as a 30-day goal where I was chipping away at different things every week was really really helpful and it just it just meant that things didn't overrun basically and I was able to stay on target and do the things that I needed to do um, to get my website sorted um so yeah think about like think about your goals and your plans and then break them down into into digestible chunks so you can chip away at things every day like with mine my one of my things might be around you know researching podcasts so rather than just saying I'm going to research podcasts I would need to say something specific like on a Wednesday morning I will research podcasts and send emails to five new podcasts um new podcast people who I've discovered um so be specific as well when it comes to thinking about what you want to do in 2024 um so we've looked at looking back we've looked at looking forward I have talked about my um, my adversity to reflecting. Um, I was actually going to do a whole podcast episode actually about reflective practice, but I think I'm going to save that for another day. Um, I'm in a coaching 
I'm in a coaching coaching group, so it's run by a wonderful lady called Claire Bradshaw. Um, and we was we actually one of the books that we read um, for our book club this year was about reflective practice. It was called "Got It in Front of Me: Creating the Reflective Habit." Now I know that I'm not very good at, at the whole reflective habit thing, and I'm going to be doing my ILM Level Seven next year, so I need to get on this. Um, and in this book, there's loads of different ways you can you can do the whole reflective practice thing. Now reflective practice is going to be god i can't even say it it's going to be really useful for you if you have any kind of coaching or training elements to your business but if you you know whatever business you have it's going to be valuable for you if you are like a, a, a trainer or you do some kind of you have you know you work in some kind of coaching capacity um, it's going to be good for you in the sense that um you're going to be able to look at sessions that you've had reflect on sessions that you've had um take away your lessons and there's all kinds of different things you know notice any patterns that come up there's all kinds of different ways you can do this you don't have to sit with a pen and paper and write it doesn't have to be really regimented you can doodle you can draw there's all kinds of different things you can do in this book it's really really useful um so yeah we've talked about reflecting um my final bit i'm going to talk about is the role of a business buddy and why i think that everybody should have one because it's such such a brilliant thing to have and so valuable like I say these last um, few days where, where I've been away with Kerry have been so so useful for me um, so yeah the role of a business buddy you can find a business buddy wherever you want you might have somebody who um, you know who's in your world who is a friend who is a colleague you might have a team member you might have let's say if you're a dog walker there might be a, a groomer who lives in your area who you could buddy up with um, All you know, it could be somebody who you've met on social media, it could be an Instagram friend, it could be anyone. But the main thing is that you find um, a business buddy who you can check in with regularly and who you can bounce ideas off, who you can support and support one another, who you can celebrate your wins with, and also who can help you, you know, be there to keep you on track as well. Um, I found Kerry, um, years and years ago when we were both in Janet Murray's um, Build Your Online Audience program. And what had happened was I knew Kerry already from having a pet blog and we knew each other from social media and that kind of thing. And then when I joined Janet Murray's uh, membership at the time, this is going back like five years now, Kerry said, you know, shall we be accountability buddies? And I was like, yeah, sounds brilliant. And that's, you know, that's kind of what we've done. We've been, it's been more, we've done, we've done more this year, definitely than we have in previous years. And we've been a lot more accountable, but we've always had that relationship. Um, and the great thing about having a business buddy is that it doesn't cost you anything. Um, you know, you're just there for one another. It's, it means you don't have to, you know, it's not really regimented where you've joined a program and, you know, you're going to get yelled at or you're going to feel terrible if you don't do things. And you you know you're there for each other for the really really good stuff, but you're also there for each other for the crap stuff as well. And there will be you know the, running a business is hard, isn't it? There are tough times as well. And I know um, you know Kerry and I have picked each other up um, over lots of different things over the years, and we've also celebrated a lot over the years as well. Um, and yeah, having a business buddy is just such a such a valuable thing. Um, so. I would definitely suggest that you go and find yourself one. Um, I'm thinking actually of doing um, a little bit of a business buddy matchup um, in my membership group, which is Pets Get Visible. Um, so if you are in my Pets Get Visible membership, um, I will be talking about that in there. Um, we've got a call actually, as I'm recording this on Saturday, the 9th of December, we've actually got a call um, on Monday 
and I think I'm going to be talking about it a little bit in there. So if you know if you are looking for a community where people can support you and where you could perhaps find a business buddy or accountability buddy, then do give me a shout. Do think about coming on over um, and yeah, being one of my pets get visible people. So to wrap things up, um, we've talked about reflecting back and planning ahead and the benefits. Um, we've talked about the value of having a business buddy when you are a small business owner, a solopreneur, or you know you have a small team. Um, and yeah, if you'd like to carry on this discussion, then do come and join me um, in my free Facebook group, which is uh, the Your Pet Business Content Your Way community. It'd be really great to carry on the conversation in there. You can message me as well. I'm at Rachel Spencer UK on all social media platforms. And if what I've shared with you this week around coaching and what I've been learning and my kind of development this year is of interest and you're thinking about working with me in a coaching capacity, there are a couple of options for you. One is via my Pets Get Visible membership. um, And I also work with people one-to-one as well. So I'll be opening up some slots for one-to-one in 2024. So do drop me a line if that sounds good for you and I will be talking more about coaching in 2024 because I've let the cat out of the bag about me doing ILM level seven so really looking forward to it also a little bit scared um because I know it'd be a lot of work um but yeah it'd be great to hear from you if you are thinking you would quite like to work with me so all of the things I've referenced um I will put links to in the show notes and I will be back next week with the penultimate podcast for 2023 I hope you have had a wonderful year hope you're very much looking forward to having a bit of time off over the holidays and i will look forward to seeing you next week with another edition of the podcast bye for now and thank you so much for listening bye